0: episode number 49 of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. My name is Bettina Deda. I'm passionate about helping empty nesters and apartment dwellers achieve a stylish and functional home in a more compact space. Before I introduce our guest today, I would quickly like to talk about an article I found in one of my favorite blogs called Apartment Therapy. And um, the headline says here: Minimalist mantras: Four things to remember when life is getting a little too complicated. And I thought this is um, worthwhile mentioning. It's um, um, it's talking about four yeah four simple mantras you can um, uh, say to yourself when you get overwhelmed, when you are complete complicated, when life is complicated, and you are stressed out. And that can often happen these days. And so what this article suggests here is um the first one is these two shall pass. So that's the first mantra. It's um a kind of a true thing because often when we are in the middle of a busy time uh we are get com- get completely overwhelmed and we, we kind of lose the perspective. And in in if you are in one such a situation, just um Ask yourself, will it matter in one year, in six months, in a week? Just try to um, yeah, get the perspective right. And often the answer is actually, no, it doesn't really matter then, And which might help you to gain some perspective on the situation you are in. The next mantra is just say no. That's another one. It's a really good one because I'm struggling sometimes with that. Um, Often I say yes to all sorts of stuff and end up being completely stressed out. The week is full of appointments and um, you just don't know how to make it all happen. But it's really important sometimes to say no and leave some time for yourself to get some me time or you time in, in your week. And then the third mantra the author here suggests is don't borrow trouble. That's interesting too. Um It can sometimes people, it it can be really hard to break the cycle of needless worrying. (laughs) So you worry about all sorts of stuff, which is not worth worrying about, actually. And this is also you have to kind of really think, is that really worth that I worry so uh, much about that thing? And um, and try to, um, yeah, try to have a heart to heart with yourself about what you really worried about and how bad it would really be if. It did come to pass and sometimes yeah it's nice to do a bit of a fun distraction from the situation and that can also um, do something different and, and try to distract yourself from from the things you worry too much about and the, f- the fourth mantra is less is more this is like the, the other thing keep it simple it can be applied to almost any situation in life and um, so, yeah, just think about that. If you are um, overwhelmed or if you have a complicated situation to deal with, try to do less or keep it simple and um, ask yourself if things can be simplified without harming the result. So I'll put that little um, article link in the show notes, which you will find under the blog post. Um, and so you can have, look it up for yourself. And maybe we are picking up that uh, topic with um, our um, guest today on the show. Um, the other thing I just want to um, uh, introduce to you is the Facebook competition that's currently running um, with Howard Storage World. So I did a downsizing campaign with Howard Storage World, which um, is now coming to an end. The July catalogue is out, and there is a Facebook competition running during that period when the catalogue is. Um, valid for a couple of months um, you go. You just need to go to Facebook and on Howard Storage World's website there is a link you can tell us, you need to simply tell us in 25 words or less what your downsizing challenges are and you can win a one hour consultation with me plus a signed copy of the book and there are two, uh, four more books um, up for grabs for um, the next winners then, this link I will put in the show notes as well Now let's move on to our topic for today. Um, I have spoken to um, a few empty nesters who actually downsized because they went through a divorce. So that can be a reason to downsize your home. The family home is going to be sold and both of the owners will go their own way. And depending on the situation of the individual, this can be overwhelming, scary, frustrating or deliberating, maybe. And when I coincidentally met, um, heard of Lisa McAdams a few months ago, I thought she might be a good fit for this podcast. Lisa is a personal trainer and transformational coach specializing in helping women who went through a divorce or are in the process of divorcing and who are wondering how their life is unfolding in the future. So if that resonates with you, please stay tuned to our podcast today. So welcome, Lisa. How are you today? I'm good, and thank you for having me. Not a problem. It's my pleasure. Um, when I first looked at your website, I, um, I was moved by your personal story. Uh, can you tell our listeners how you ended up doing what you do now?
1: Yes, I actually um, left my husband because it was an abusive relationship. And that being the situation, I had to leave everything behind, um, And personally, I lost my country, my family, my career, everything I thought was me. I left the day I drove away, but what I actually found was the real me. And as I left and I became a trainer for a long time, and I realized more than, you know, helping people build muscles or lose fat, what was evident is. People were telling themselves a story about what they needed and what made them them. A new car, a bigger house, more stuff in their smaller house. And I just thought, I did that for 20 years and none of it made me happy. There has to be something else. And as I grew in understanding for me what something else was, I then became a transformational coach so I could teach what I'd learned to other people.
0: Mm, that that sounds really interesting especially this uh, having more stuff makes people happy that that's a, a topic i think a lot of people think they they um they need more things to be happier which is often not the case and um i, I just some i just can comes into my mind um that um book that i've uh, introduced on this podcast a while ago from um these two american guys it's called le- leading a minimalism, living a more meaningful life. So, without all that excess stuff and the things actually, and it can be really deliberating when you get rid of them. Because you discover what's
1: really meaningful to you. Yeah, and I think a lot of, you know, the stuff we have is to hide the boredom and frustration we have with our jobs. So Mm. we we add more stuff and more stuff and more debt and we're increasingly getting more bored and frustrated and then it takes bigger and bigger things to mask that Mm. underlying frustration with your life. But I had to just stop and say, I don't have the things and once I'd left I couldn't even remember the things I wanted like people Mm. said oh that lovely cabinet you had and I was like what cabinet the one in the oh the one in the hallway but I hadn't thought about it and I didn't care Mm. and that wasn't I thought that would be sad until I lived it but it was so liberating Mm,
0: yeah I mean on your website you have the slogan life by design not by default um How do you help women who who need to downsize, for example, after divorce to lead a life by design? Um,
1: I think firstly for me, and I mean, mine was obviously an abusive relationship, but I think it's the same, you know, if you part really good friends, if you've got to the point where you're divorcing or divorced, you've been living by default for a long time. You've been trying to make your marriage work, adding things, adding busyness, And then you've got to the stage where it doesn't work and you're living by default. Just Mm. the next thing that comes up, you've got a solicitor. Do you both get a solicitor? Are you going to do all the decisions? And then you get to the point where, you know, one's moved out. One has the family home still by default. And then you get to this point where you're downsizing, which means really you're going to separate your assets. You're going to have your own life. So that's the point where why not right now, when you're at that point, stop living by default and start to design the life you want. And that's where I help people because often people have been in a 20, 30 year marriage mm. and they've forgotten what it's like to design their own life. They've been accommodating children, family, mm. you know, all their stuff. But what, what is the life you've designed? And if you say to most people that are going through a divorce or just divorced, What do you want from life? You just get this blank look as if to say, oh my goodness, the last time I thought about that, I was picking my uni degree. Mm, mm. And so it's that, what is your design? And the design you have for your life Mm -hmm. isn't the life I've designed, but I've designed my life my way and it works for me. And that's the first step is to teach women what they want from life. And then like my program's called money me and moving forward and the reason I picked that because one especially when you've been through divorce your money story is really how you treat yourself mm. if you 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 know you're really tight with yourself and you never treat yourself that's a show that you've really closed up and people that are always in debt are just always doing things to avoid their feelings so we go through that what are the stories you were told like I had a story growing up where my mum would say Um, cut your cloth to fit your cape. But it was almost like you were only allowed as much as she had. This is how we live and don't get too big for your boots and money doesn't grow on trees. So we go through all that and what are your hang-ups and then a lot of that is how you treat yourself and then we move on to me. What do you want? What is your, your desire for your life, your way by design? And then the moving forward bit is... Because in a lot of cases, people, even grown-up children, you share children? How do you move forward? What what sort of contact do you want with your ex? What sort of apartment do you want? Do you even want to stay in the same area? Where do you move forward to now Mm. so you've set the platform for designing your life? Mm.
0: That is really interesting because it goes back to this idea that I also try to promote to people who are downsizing to really plan ahead instead of panicking or not downsizing a lot of people procrastinate they say oh I can't I can't sell my family home we have too much stuff five bedrooms is full of clutter I don't know how to get started and so they keep on staying there and staying there until they get too old or get sick or something and then other people make decisions for them instead of really when they are let's say 50 or 55 or 60 even when they are still fit and and have the chance to plan and to make a decision what they want to do at that point, really start doing research and have a look where do I want to live? You know, where do you want to stay here? Do you want to go to the country? Do you want to go abroad? Whatever. And then take some years to plan ahead and, and really think about what people want to do, um, how they can get rid of the stuff they can't Mm -hmm. use anymore. Or they have, they don't want to have anymore instead of, yeah, procrastinating and then falling into, this, into yeah, this state of emergency almost where other people come in and say, okay, now mom is too old, we have to decide what she's doing now. You know? Yeah, well, that's the basis of so live by design, not by default. Yeah. Because if
1: you don't design your life, you will end up making these decisions yes. by default.
0: Yeah, and, and other people yeah, will make
1: them. For or you. other yeah. people will make them. And then you've, you've got a life you don't want, because you didn't take the time to design it. Mm. And I always think people can spend months designing their perfect vacation for two weeks of the year. Yeah. Yet yeah. the other 50 weeks, which is their whole life, mm. they just let it drift mm. and mm. go by default. Um, so, yeah, you make a very good point. It's, you mm. know, do it now and design it. Mm. Or wait, think procrastinate and let it happen
0: to you by default. Yeah. It's that's, that's true, yeah. And I mean... There's this saying, we can't change what happens to us, but we have the power to choose how we react to the things life throws at us, isn't it? Do you agree to that?
1: (laughs) I do, but um, I'm very... um, I have a saying, it's called happy clappy, and (laughs) I don't like happy clappy. That's when you pretend to be okay when you're not. Mm. And I think if you've got divorced and you're downsizing, or even if you've just retired and you're downsizing, um, for a lot of people it's their family home. And when I left my home, I literally went in every room and cried. Mm. And just said, this is sad. I'm going to miss this. Because I think if you feel the feelings, Mm. you've done it. And then you're ready to go, well, what do I want now? And then I think you can choose to let go. Just let go. That is where you lived. It is where you raised your family. Or Mm. you spent a lot of time together. But this is a new adventure. And you can always see it as... I had to give up my house. Or you can say, wow, look at this amazing apartment I've got and we can Mm. now afford holidays and, you know, all the wonderful things. I mean, I've got clients that downsized and, well, I call them clients, but they're never in the country Mm. (laughs) because they chose to see it as a really good thing and said, you know, all those trips we were going to go on,
0: yeah. Let's yeah. go
1: on them. So mm. I think you choose your attitude to it. Yeah. And I think you do need to feel your feelings. There's no point saying, mm. oh, I'm great about this in that really stiff. But once you've felt it, and even say to friends, to family, I'm really sad about this. Mm. I'm letting go. Let's yeah. have one big glass party. Yeah. Invite your children. Just, get everybody around and say goodbye mm. to the house. But then embrace the new because... Mm. You know, you can sit in your apartment and be sad about what you used to have, but eventually Mm. the bit you're being sad about will be what you used to have and you'll realize you missed it.
0: I think that's the hardest part for most people to really act like that, to really let go and and say, okay, that was was it. And you can't really practice it. You have to do it at some point. And this is, I think people are afraid of this what's happening then thing. You know, if I but I I can relate to it because when we came here um, from Germany it was the same for me one of the hardest things was to sell our house because we just had bought it five years before and had completely renovated it and I spent so much time in it and love and putting everything everywhere you know this was really hard and then Kind of, I, I I will always remember when this container door closed in front of us and it was like it was all empty. And we went la- one last time through it and it was like an empty shell who'd lo- who had lost its soul basically. And I was like, Oh my god, this is horrible! And then we had sold it to neighbors in the street, it was so funny. And now when I'm back, I, I hate driving through that street. I did it. A- a few times and see what they did with the house our house you know like like, like they changed the garden I said why did they cut these trees and <laughs> it was so nice here, and they changed the whole entrance like the car mm. and, and I just this time I was just back we were just back a few weeks ago we didn't go there. I thought I don't want to see what they did now you know it's, it's, but, it's really hard but on the other side now it was it opened up I said because for me I mean when we left it was a big decision I left everything behind the same what you just said except that I went with my husband and my family but it was this um, I thought oh my god what am I doing here and especially the last days before we uh, went on the plane then we had nothing we were sitting there with four suitcases in a hotel room near the central station in Wiesbaden and it felt I felt so homeless, and I, I the only thing I, I was in that in between in limbo state because nothing in that city belonged to us. And we had a house was gone, the cars were gone, everything was gone. And then I thought, Oh God, I need to go to Australia, and we have to go there. I just wanted to go there to start something new, you know, like to do something about that horrible situation where I was in. I didn't like it, and so we kind of yeah, the only way was forward in that sense so we we came in and it was yeah and, and but i and i always try to encourage empty nesters or people who dance us to embrace the this new situation and the change because for me it opened up whole a new world i, I have a completely yeah. different life than
1: i had in germany yeah but well, the house i actually said goodbye to was actually my house in england yeah um and we, we sold, beautiful- but we where we stayed because we sold, and where we it was a beautiful home to you know it was my dream home. I never imagined yeah. I would earn enough to own a home like that. It was, you know, it, I felt like it was my status. Mm. Like people must like me because look at my home, and we sold it literally because we knew we were coming to Australia. And we knew it wasn't very rentable. It was too big. Mm. So we sold it, and we literally moved into an apartment into a really trendy suburb in Brighton in England. But we moved in there to decorate it to rent. So it was never a home. Like, we were decorating everything beige. Like, I'd spent years creating this home, and now i was in this unit creating beige. But that, letting go of that house... And now when I drive past... It's almost like you're looking through different eyes. It's like it's Mm. just a house. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't to me. It was almost like I was leaving a pet behind. But once I got into Australia and said, I will make this work. Yeah. I will commit to being Mm. happy here. And like you say, it changes you completely. And that letting go of the English girl, everything, and moving on Mm -hmm. and saying, this is now my life, is what's created
0: the life I have. Now. Yeah, 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 that's right. So, yeah, you have to jump in the cold water at okay. some stage and really yep. make the decision, otherwise, you will never experience this. Is the thing, you can't practice that situation. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I always say to clients, because clients quite often say, it's like jumping in a cold pool. And they yeah. say, yeah, but if you're in the cold pool, if you just stay by the side going, I don't want to, you're going to stay cards cold but if you start swimming forward pretty Mm. soon you'll be quite warm Mm. yeah
0: that's about that (laughs) forward motion and just yeah yeah yeah. that's right um yeah so um what um because you are a personal trainer as well maybe what's the importance for you of of health and well-being to have a better lifestyle is there a
1: I think, you know, whether you call it, and it took me a long time to get this, whether you're talking about your money story, you know, your health, your diet, it all is about how you treat yourself. Mm. Um, And I've, I learned the hard way that it's, you've got to take care of yourself. Mm. And even like, as a mother, I'm like, we're so self-sacrificing this generation of mothers mm. but I don't want my daughter to have a baby and go, My life's over, I deserve nothing more and it's helped me see that I need to, you know, buy good food, you know, mm. find time to exercise, find time to just go yes. for a walk on the beach if I want to. Just yeah. me. Yeah. Um because that's what I'm modelling and it's by modelling for my daughter, eventually mm. I thought, I'm just doing this for me now. So I think it's the whole Mm. package of designing your life because you can say, and it's the same thing about not downsizing, you can say, oh, I like junk food and I don't like to eat. But the Mm. consequences of that, Mm. you will have to deal with your health by
0: default if you
1: don't now. So for me, it's the whole package. Mm. You you really need to, like we all, in downsizing your house, how much love do people put into their homes, to their cars, but they don't take care of themselves. Mm, mm. So to me, I'm a very big advocate of, you know, put your own life jacket on first. Take care of yourself first. Feel your feelings. You know, like I've got friends that don't like it, but they'll go, how are you? And I don't just mean, you know, the person on the checkout in the supermarket, Mm. but friends will go, how are you? And I'll go, do you know what? I hate today. I'm really having a bad Mm. day. I'm fed up about everything. Do you want to hear? And they know they have the right to go, no, I'll take the version of you that will be back tomorrow. But a lot mm. of friends will go, yeah, and some things mm. that didn't irritate me yesterday do, but I allow myself to feel it, walk through it, yeah, and get yeah. to the other side. So I think self-care as a whole, mm. and that includes embracing change that maybe you don't want.
0: Mm. I, I actually really f- experienced something similar when I started doing yoga. I... Um, I came to it like coincidentally, like five years ago, um, because I, I when when I came here, I looked for a fitness class and something. I ended up in a dance studio. They had this really cool um, Latin cardio class, which was a forty-five minutes full power thing. And so I did that for a while, but then the guy, the, the teacher, left, and they didn't offer them. Uh, and then one of the other teachers said, "Oh, I'm actually going to be a teacher at the new yoga studio, which opened in Manly." So I ended up there and. Since then, I'm going to yoga. And now this is five years almost. And um, now I'm at three times a week. And if I'm not going, like in the holidays, I hated it. I missed that so much. And this is really... And it not only is good for your, your strength and stretching and all that. It's also that yoga philosophy that really helped me in my outside of the studio life as well. And this is what they teach. I find that really interesting. Like, for example... The teacher would say, "You have to when we do these tricky poses, you know. Yeah, you have to step out of your comfort zone to try that. If you don't try, you don't. know if you fall over, don't. Doesn't matter. But you have to try it in order to realize if you can do it. And this is like that whole philosophy. I, I in 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 my life outside yoga, in at home or in the business, I I tried a lot of things. But I thought, oh my god, this is going to be really hard. So you have to." challenge yourself and do it but then in the end it turned out it's something positive or something new you know like for example i started offering these downsizing workshops this year and the first one it was really good people said oh it's great we loved it and gave me some feedback you know so i try to apply all these things i learn in yoga outside as well and it helps me to yeah to improve my lifestyle and, and my health at the same time it's, yeah, it, it's
1: it's really yeah. Um, the more and the more you look after yourself, yeah. The more you enjoy looking after yeah. yourself, it's like you know, get it in motion. And for me, it's yeah. You know, I do just take care of myself. I enjoy taking care of myself, and I don't apologize for it. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's a really important part. Um, what are your three top tips for women who are forced to dance us because of a divorce?
1: Well, the first one I've already touched on, don't go happy clappy. Just don't. You know, if you're being forced, you're sad. You've got to mm. grieve. You've got to let go. This is the home and you moved in as a couple with your family. It's all your dreams are in there. Feel them, but don't dwell on them. And if you're not coping, you know, get some help, get some advice, talk to a friend. But first of all, feel your feelings. Mm. Just say, I'm sad. And don't keep saying to your friends, no, I'm fine, I've got to do it just say mm. this is heartbreaking feel it move through it and then to second step accept it yeah. you know and if you find an apartment where your favorite sideboard that your nan left you doesn't fit go through back to step one feel it accept it move through mm. it, and then the third one embrace it because it's not just a new apartment it's a chance for you mm. to live your life By design, and the one thing you've got to remember through all of that, because we do tend to get caught on the negative of each situation, is Mm. if you've been forced into divorce, then it wasn't a good marriage, whatever. Even if you thought it was a good marriage and he cheated, Mm. it, it wasn't. You might have been filling your life with things to make you think you were happy, but this is your chance to really step back and go, What makes me happy? Mm, you know, and a lot yeah. of people I say go back to, like, I used to, my favourite thing to do at school was to write. If you had an English assignment where it said write a story, I would end up probably dividing it into two stories because I knew my teacher would tell me off because I'd written too much. But it wasn't until I left and rebuilt this life that a majority of what I do with my job is blog and write and I write guest articles. Mm. So I'm back to what I love. But when I first left him, if you'd have said to me, you can go back to what you love. I'd have gone. What? 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 I don't even know what that mm, is. But mm. you will find you. But first of all, you have to let go. Yeah. And embrace the new because it's a whole new start.
0: Yeah, yeah. And this um, reminds me of um, our downsizing case studies, we, which we have recorded on this show. So there's, I think, episode thirty-six and forty-one. Um, there are downsizing case studies of people who have actually downsized and who share their story, and um, um, I ex- especially love one of a couple in Manly here, which um, really make, make it really clear that their lifestyle has so much improved after they downsized. I mean, they didn't have children, and there was not a divorce, it was just <laughs> a normal couple downsizing from a three-bedroom house in the suburbs to an apartment, but it's a really inspiring story, and they shared their challenges and how they did it. So if anyone is interested in that, have a uh, listen to these episodes. Yeah, so um, maybe at the end of um, our little interview here, um, where can people find more information about you, Lisa, if they um, want to learn more about your program, for example?
1: Yes, you can go to my website, which is lisamcadams.com. That's L-I-S-A-M-C-A-D-A-M-S dot com. Um, and on the 8th of August, I'm actually doing a free webinar because I'm releasing something new and I'm doing the webinar to announce it. So um, if you jump onto the website, I think at the end of this week, it'll be up and running and you can book into that webinar. Oh, well, maybe I may join that as well. <laughs> and I talk about all the things we talk yeah. about here, but obviously more deeply um, because I think You know, the time for us to live with blinkers is over, especially like I deal mainly with women in their 40s and 50s. Mm -hmm. You know, we're getting towards the other end of life and we haven't got the years to just keep moving forward to something we don't want. And um, something I always love is, um, it was actually Jim Carrey that said it, but he said, you can fail doing something you don't love so why not go and fail at something you love mm. <laughs> and to me that was inspiring because it gave me the confidence i first saw it about a year ago to just go well let's go for it
0: yeah, yeah. so
1: um yeah
0: i'd love to see you and that's
1: lisa great
0: thank you so much for being on the show today lisa i think we'll stay in touch and yeah. <laughs> maybe do some other recordings in the future you never know Um, And this brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Um, If you find this podcast valuable, you can return the favor in several ways. Firstly, leave us a rating, a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated and helps to promote the show. All you have to do is open iTunes, search for the Downsize With Style podcast, and then you will find a tab, Review and Ratings, where you can click on. Um, The other thing is if you... um, would like to support my time in producing the weekly episodes, you can donate on Patreon. Um, this is a platform to support creative people. It's called it's the, the uh, URL is www.patreon.com slash betina data Um, I'm really honored to have a community of people now who appreciate what I do. Our podcast has almost 2,500 downloads now from all over the world. And I would like to thank everyone for your support and generosity and for giving me the opportunity to contribute beyond myself in a meaningful way. I look forward to doing more podcasts and adding more value in the future. And if you are planning to downsize and don't know how to start, please visit the Downsize with Style website, downsizewithstyle.com, to learn more about how I can help you and to book your personal downsizing consultation to get a head start on your downsizing journey. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, I hope you will have a great week and we'll chat to each other next week. Cheers.